A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper P. Quinnell, and today I'm not joined by my intangible co-host Tempest the Wrestler because he's in Chicago, the lucky bastard. Instead, I'm joined Big Reunion by Randy Andy Datsun. Oh, it's like when Anna Jay returned to mm. see Tay Conti. Yeah. We look quite a lot like them as well. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Both are... incredibly attractive blondes. Exactly, yes. Anyway, uh, how you been, Andy? It's been a while since you've been on the SmackDown podcast. It has been a while. What have I been doing? Uh, I've moved house, mm-hmm. which Pretty is big. very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I now live next to the studio, uh, so my commute is now twenty minutes there, and well, a twenty-minute walk mm-hmm. rather than a two-hour drive. Pr- big improvement. I'd say. It is a yeah. massive improvement, and yeah. if I really wanted to drive, it would be like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, very very happy, settling in nicely. Um, yeah, I, I, we've we've set up the set up the main room, set up the bedroom. Mm-hmm. We've set up pretty much everything apart from the spare room. Okay. Uh, because we were is it a two bed place you got? Is a two bed. Lovely. Uh, we were waiting for the last bits of furniture, um, and we were going to yeah supposed to get a sofa today, and then the person we were buying it from had got COVID. That's unfortunate. So, and she's pregnant. So. Ooh, that's not good. No. So hopefully she's all right. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming she's watching. <laughs> sofa lady. Yes. Uh, but yeah no uh, obviously we were like yeah that's fine we'll get it at another time you take care of you first yeah Um, so uh, yeah no enjoying London life started interestingly I don't know if you saw my tweet I didn't Uh, but uh, the first day the day after I moved in I went to Sainsbury's Mm -hmm. and there was a uh, double penetrating dildo on the floor nice yeah um, so I tweeted that out and all the comments so double penetrating is in both ends or double penetrating as in both holes both holes yeah yeah, yeah. Ah, okay so, right gotcha so anal and vaginal I see yes um, and I I posted it on there's a group called S Word London on yes. Facebook yeah uh, which is just lots of funny posts from London so I posted mm. it on that I think I I think the, the caption was £100 or nearest offer nice um, and lots of people were like no, but seriously, those are amazing. Like pretty <laughs> yeah. much all the comments were like, no, but ser- like those are worth it. Yeah. Like someone was like, no, if that was new, 
that would be more than £100. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so someone's just dropped like a £200 dildo mm. on the floor. I mean, maybe they didn't notice it slip out. Yeah. I mean, Adam Pearson commented saying, oh, I wonder where I dropped that. Yeah. Um, nice. In fact, I would say the other half of the comments were, oh, I wonder where that fell out. Yeah. 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 So uh, an interesting start to my Original jokes, in, everybody. In Hackney Wick. Mm. Uh, well, actually, I don't live in Hackney Wick. I live in Stratford. But... Yes. Uh, actually, no, the dildo was in, was, was in Hackney Wick. Nice. Uh, cool. So very clear, very near to the office. I'm, I'm really glad that we've brought you back on the SmackDown podcast and literally the first thing you talk about is dildos. I can talk about poo if you like. That's not... No. Why? Why? Why is it all the bad stuff that you always talk about, Andy? What do you, what do you like? Other than, like, sports. Yeah. What do you, what do you like, like? That's, like, positive stuff. Like what do you what's your what's your interest? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I like I like cooking. Okay. Uh, Have I you like... done any good cooking lately? I met oh my I had some friends come over last night. Oh yeah? No, not last night. Uh, Thursday night. Okay. I made a butter chicken curry. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it was very tasty. Um and Did was... you put poo in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they didn't know. Was that it was full of my poo. Uh, I have very fragrant turds. Um <laughs> So that was good. You always do one line too far. Yeah. One line too far, Andy. Um, yeah. So, no, that was nice. Uh, hopefully going to have a, a office housewarming at some point. That'd so be very fun. So come around and see the place. Yeah. Um, I'd be very excited for that. I'm going to a RevPro show, my first post, post-pandemic, first well, post-lockdown yeah. show uh, on the 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, I invited everyone from the office, and every single person in the office is busy. Uh, You're welcome. Literally every single one, to the point where I'm like, "This is suspicious." No one just people don't. Know to hang be out fair, I don't know if I am or not. I kind of just I didn't really register it's what fine. was happening. Adam Pearson's coming. Lovely. Yeah. So uh, my I almost had a name. My lady partner's colleagues are all coming because when mm-hmm. they said, "Oh, my boyfriend's a, an editor for a sorry editor in chief," um, <laughs> for I'm not one of those for a editors for a wrestling website, and they were like, "Oh, that's really cool." Like normally people are like what yeah but they, were, they actually were very supportive like like that's really cool nice uh and so they were like can we come and see a show went, yeah so she totally. went can you get tickets please so i've got some tickets and then it turned out she was going to go to greece and then she couldn't come and mm-hmm. then no one could come but then she can't go to greece mm-hmm. so now they're all coming again oh nice so yeah 19th so if anyone's going to the rev pro show mm-hmm. uh at york hall on the 19th of september nice say hello awesome that's that's a fun time. Thank you for the life catch up, Randy Andy. Uh, let's get into talking about SmackDown. We've got some more stuff to talk about in the outro, but for now, let's talk about this little tease of Demon Finn Balor coming back that happened on SmackDown. Let's talk about it. There you are. Absolutely. And utterly flawless. Where have you been? Content. Elsewhere is where it. <laughs> this is. Pete, it's, it's drooping. I know it is. This is what you all came for. This oh. is the content that everyone has subscribed for. This is. <laughs> it's so floppy. You've heard that before. Do you want me to? No. Nope. I'll hold it. No, it's fine. It, Andy, I'll, I'll, you're going to make it worse. You literally just loosened it. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Right. It's fine. It's gonna. It's gonna droop. I made it tight. Uh, it's gonna droop anyway. I'm just gonna have to readjust. It's droopy as, as we do it. But it's tight. Please stop talking. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast review of SmackDown. I suppose. Um, sorry about all of that. Uh, for whatever reason, we started streaming off the streaming software that we use, and then we were waiting to go live on YouTube's back end. And for for YouTube, it just said. Well, you're not connected. I was like, yes, we are. And then on a different bit of YouTube, it said, hey, did you know that your stream's got an excellent connection? I was like, I, I know. So can we please go live now? And it, it, didn't, it didn't do it. It didn't let us go live at all. So we just had to make a new stream, I guess. Uh, I now need to actually get the stream ready so I can actually see if we're live and if it's working and I, if the chat that. see that's what i was gonna do yeah and um, if the chat is uh you know on board with everything and if it's all i'll, I'll go into the back end and uh let's just check let's... this out real quick smackdown was all right wasn't it yeah oh it's live yeah okay good um got the chat up here um i need to actually while i'm here i need to delete the other stream because that's otherwise going to be there uh this is some great content i'm so glad everyone is here for this and this isn't in any way bad. Um... <laughs> so the main event. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Did you know we're sponsored? Sorry, Beer 52. We're sponsored by Beer 52. Go get beer. Beer52.com forward slash wrestle. You can get 10 free craft beers. 10? 10 of them. Normally when people oh. get sponsored by Beer 52, they get eight. But because we're such good friends with them, you can get ten. This but when I when I drink beer, I get really really hungry for a snack. Mm. Well, the good news is that when you get one of these uh, crates, I almost said crafts. When you get one of these crates, you also get a snack. Whoa! In it. Or two, maybe if you're lucky. And and when I when I drink beer and eat my snack, mm. I really want to read something. Yep. Good thing is you can also read something because you get a. Ma magazine about yeah. all the beers. Beer tasting, and it will give you information about all the beers and all the aromas anyway. and all the flavors yep. that you'll get in the beer. Beer52.com forward slash wrestle. Go do the thing. Andy's here today because Tempest is in Chicago right now doing. Uh, meeting Denise. Meeting Denise, meeting Meet Sean, Sean Rossett. Meeting, meeting Andrew Zarian. Meeting, meeting Alex, Queen of the Ring. Yeah. He's met pretty much everyone, and yeah. I'm very jealous. Not jealous at all. No, we're in Hackney Wick. Not jealous at all. Uh, which is why we've got we've got big 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 reunion on the SmackDown podcast today. Yeah. Me and Andy, you blew me up. Sure did, buddy. Glad you walked it off. Anywho, <laughs> should we actually talk about SmackDown? We I guess should. I've we been should. I've been I've been stalling because I don't really want to. Um, what well, the, the opening bit that we are going to talk about though is actually a bit of a positive thing because. I actually missed this first time I watched this, but we had a um, we had a pretty fun main event. I thought mm -hmm. Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship it was a very fun match. I, I really enjoyed the main event as it as it is. The, just the match itself was very fun. Uh, Finn Balor got beaten up beforehand by the Usos, uh, so he it was on did. the back foot, and Roman came back. Finn Balor actually hit the Count de Gracie, which I'm pretty sure is how you pronounce it. <laughs> the Coupe de Gracie. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. And uh, but Roman, he went back to old tricks, kicked out, but did a low blow with the kick out, mm. and uh, and then after that, pounded away on Balor, and then looked in the guillotine and made him pass out. 
But then afterwards, the real talking point came from after this match. Roman was walking away, and suddenly the lights went red, and you just hear... It's the heartbeat from the, the demon Finn Balor theme yeah, song. and you picked up on that straight away, didn't you? Sure did. I did not miss it at all. And I didn't put a poll onto WrestleTalk's community tab. This microphone. I didn't put a poll onto WrestleTalk's community tab saying, wow, is Lesnar stealing the Fiend's red lights? <laughs> and everyone said, wait, wasn't that for Balor? And I was like, wait, what? And then went back and watched it again and went, oh, yeah, it was. Whoops. Yeah, and I finished watching the show. And then Roman was walking back. I was like, all right, that's the, that's the end. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the Return of the Fiend... I went... The Fiend? Sorry. Spoiler. Uh, Return <laughs> of the Demon, I thought, yeah. huh, that wasn't teased at all. Yeah. Turns out it was, and we just both didn't pick up on it. Yeah. So we're even but, better at our jobs. Yeah, exactly. But I, I like subtlety, and that mm-hmm. was a very subtle tease for it. So the main the main thing we actually want to talk about, what do you think about Demon Finn Balor coming back? Like, is it is it a good idea for him to come back? What what do you think he should do when he does come back? Is it just because he's lost to Roman? Is he going to go after Roman again? Like, what's what's Demon Finn going to do? Well, presumably, it's going to be a match at Extreme Rules. Maybe uh, because it, it would feel weird unless they're bringing him. Unless there's going to be a rematch next week at the Madison Square Garden show. No, because Lesnar's going to be there next week. Yeah, so, so I that assume would, that's going to build to Reigns. That would feel weird. So I'm assuming unless they're going to do another horror show at Extreme Rules with the tagline, because as far as I'm aware, they're not. No, doing so that. far they've just called it Extreme Rules. But a Demon Fan Balor at Extreme Rules makes sense. Uh, I just don't know whether I want to see him lose because mm-hmm. we haven't seen the Demon in. How long? I don't honestly can't remember the last time I saw him. So 2018, maybe something like that. So to to have him return as the demon mm-hmm. and then immediately lose just so Roman looks better. You might want to hold the mic closer to your face. Fe- Not that close, Andy. Feels strange. Be pedantic. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm always, I always look forward to seeing the the the, the, the demon. Stop this in a while. calling him the fiend. Um. The demon, but yeah. Uh, it feels like a bit of a waste. It, like it didn't feel like he's going to do anything for Finn. Like if he, like he's not going to beat Roman, unless here's, he unless he gets carried away and gets himself disqualified. Here's a counter theory. It's not for Roman. Balor's going to turn into the demon because he lost to Roman, but he's not going to challenge Roman again. He's just going to go on a massive winning streak as, as the, the demon. Just, just, that does feel like a very Vince move. He's like, oh, what do fans like? The demon. Every week, every week on SmackDown. I mean, maybe gone with him. Maybe not every week. Maybe he has a run where you know he just kind of shows up every so often, and he has a pay per view match. He could beat month. Dolph Ziggler. Sure could, and other people. But he could. Mm. Ju- maybe this is just Finn taking on a new character because of the loss to Roman. Like the loss to Roman has tipped him over the edge, kind of thing. Rather than it's yeah. going to be an immediate row match Be- against Roman. A row match. Row match. That's what it because, says. Because like. I, I can't imagine they're going to do... Surely they can't be doing Roman against Brock already at Extreme Rules. Or do you think that is the plan? I think they might, honestly. Because, well, I guess the thing is, they can't do the Survivor Series because unless Brock just goes to Raw, beats Bobby Lashley, goes, <laughs> yeah. I've got the belt now, yeah. I'm going to totally. come and beat you. So I guess it has to be Extreme Rules or TLC mm-hmm. or the Saudi show? Could be the Saudi show, but... I'd like to see it at Extreme Rules. I mean, when Brock came back in 2012, his first match against Cena was at Extreme Rules. Mm. So it's not out of the realms of possibility for Lesnar to compete at an Extreme Rules. It could work. It would it would elevate a B pay-per-view, and they haven't done that in a long it time. It would elevate a B pay-per-view, but does that just mean that Brock's going to immediately lose? I hope so. Yeah. 
but he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back for about eight. Was it eight matches that was reported? Something like that. Yeah. So, but, I mean, does he, he just come back immediately, lose, and then get drafted to Raw? He could face Ricochet again. <laughs> Ricochet, because uh, you'd imagine that if Brock's coming back, he's going to be at Saudi. Probably in either a big Hoss match, yes, or a or a title match. Who is the smallest person I can throw around? Yes, match. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mansoor could beat him, or maybe not that. Mm. Yeah, but it, I think it just makes sense. Like, okay, Roman wins. Lol. Maybe Roman wins. Lol at Extreme Rules in a kind of cheap way. Sure. Or 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 Roman loses at Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. drops the belt, and then wins it back. At Saudi, sure. Like that, that feels dumb, but I can't. They've they've brought back, back Brock Lesnar at a really weird time, mm-hmm. where there's no really big shows, and there's nothing kind of that he can do which doesn't make that makes sense for me at this moment in time. Like if Roman just loses, then Roman's lost, and then does paul Heyman turn i mean because we saw a lot of little again once again we saw last week but this week even more little hints that paul Heyman are turning on roman so what's the idea i know this is more about finn balor this this mini segment but i mean how would you fancy book this i don't know honestly because i don't know what their plans are i don't know who they want to win and or not maybe demon finn comes back and beats lesnar triple threat no, I wouldn't do that personally. No. I think the the main crux of the story of Reigns versus Lesnar is Paul Heyman, and diluting that with Finn Balor would diminish the impact of the match. So I wouldn't do that personally. I've had a suggestion that Brock could pin Balor in a triple threat. I'd hate that. Save Roman I'd, from losing, I'd, and then I'd, Roman, I'd hate that a lot. And then Roman doesn't have the belt, but he this is takes on the Rock. This is the same thing as when Walter had the belt. And people were saying, well, why don't they do a, a Pete Dunne, Ilya Dragunov, Walter triple threat, and then Walter can be, can be protected. Yeah. Walter's been protected. He held the belt for God knows how long. The idea of holding the belt for that long is that when someone finally beats them, that's a massive deal and they get elevated so much by beating the unbeatable champion. Roman is that guy now. He's the unbeatable champion. If you're going to have him drop a title, it needs to be a big deal. Someone needs to beat him clean to be like, this guy managed to beat the unbeatable. And that's but it also, that would be a big moment. It shouldn't be at Extreme Rules. No. I don't think. And I know I know Brock's going to be there next week, but it doesn't feel like we've had the that build that we need to a Roman title loss. No, totally not. I don't I, think Roman should lose. Absolutely. Brock not. will be there next week, and it's going to be weird, man. Seeing if Bro- if Brock going to cut a promo? I don't know. With his, who knows what he's going to do? With the voice that we'll, doesn't we'll talk, fit him. We'll talk about it more later when the announcement yeah. came on the show. But I think Demon Finn. I'm excited to see back because Demon Finn's very cool. I just have no idea what they're going to do with him, and I don't know whether this is a a Roman related thing or this is just a, a Bala thing yeah. that happened to come when. He lost to Roman. I would I would prefer the latter, where yeah. Balor is now out of the kind of title scene, mm-hmm. and he's just the demon. Yes. For just to I, I don't want to. I'm not sure I want to see him as demon every week because then that completely no. that dilutes the character. Well, that's the thing. I I want to see him as the whenever he does appear, I want him to be the demon. Yeah. But I don't want him to appear all the time. Like I don't know, like. After just uh, let, let's say a heel wins a match mm-hmm. or someone wins a match, yeah, and then they're like celebrating and they just go, dun, 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 yeah, dun, and they're like, that's it. Ah, next victim. Yeah, like Malachi, that's all you like need. Sort of Malachi Black on AW where he just goes, yeah. oh, you're next. Exactly. 
That's yeah. that's exactly what I want to see from Finn Balor, and that would be really cool. That's a really interesting character build to him, and then he could go get the IC title or something. I don't know, mm. and he could actually make that feel important, maybe. Yeah, that's a long shot. Because WWE don't do that. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ultra Chats, get them in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We're going to read out all the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air today. I don't know when that'll be because we started really late. Um, so, Gatecrasher Forever says, Bala said he wouldn't bring back the demon in NXT as his character has moved on. I feel his character has gone backwards on SmackDown, who is more of a hard case on NXT, much more like his old Bullet Club Prince Devitt persona. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I think Vince sees the demon as a, as a main roster character. It's a toy, isn't it? Yeah, you can market that. It is a toy. It is. Yeah, it'll be Demon Finn Balor against Karrion Cross mm-hmm. in the Battle of the Mattel toy. Yeah, 
Totally. Uh, maybe he'll have. I imagine when we next see the demon, he'll have a different paint job, or he'll be wearing like a new hat thing, or he'll have something on him that they can sell because it's Nick Khan, and everything is everything is like selling these days. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles Berg says major gripe. There was a Snickers commercial where Montez Ford went shopping, but purchased items by the number put next to them. Ford got in trouble for this, but I'm here thinking, who the hell numbers their shopping list? It's Bianca's fault, not Montez's. Oh man, that's nuts. What was the question? <laughs> I didn't really know I wasn't listening. It, no, it was that you just hear Snickers and then just yeah. blanked out for the rest yeah. of it. There was a commercial where Montez Ford went shopping right. and the shopping list was numbered. And I, I believe he must have got like the number of those things based on what number it was on the shopping right. list. Right. And then Charles Berg is saying, who numbers a shopping See, list? See, I, I, am, I am someone who writes my shopping list down rather yeah. than has it on my phone. That's fine. But yeah, but I, would, I wouldn't it. number it. No. Because that would be lead to confusion. I go, why am I buying 43 lemons? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, SMB says, uh, I've never really noticed the piped-in crowd noise before. Oh, <laughs> lucky you. Uh, but damn, it's become so obvious, lol. Really seemed as if Becky had zero reaction from the crowd while she was in the ring on her own, so they pumped it in. Becky already feels bland. Your thoughts? We'll talk about it more later. I know, I thought, that, I thought Becky was being cheered more than anything. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, she was trying to be a heel, and they were going, she, she was like, I'm a knob. And they were like, yeah! <laughs> Bianca's an idiot. Yeah! Yeah. And then Bianca comes out and they're like, yeah, yeah Bianca! Bianca! Yeah. Uh, so the, totally. I, the crowd doesn't really know to, or maybe they just pressed the wrong button. Cheer, yeah, maybe. Cheer is next to Boo and they went, Yeah, yeah, Ugh. maybe. Um, but, I mean, regardless, we'll, we'll talk about more about the Becky stuff later, but piped in crowd noise is so obnoxious and it winds me up so much. It's just, it's just the worst. Because it never works. Like, I've never gone, yeah, oh totally. yeah, they're really behind it. I'd go, oh no, that sounds really oh, out of place. It's, it's piped in, yeah. that's totally. not how a crowd sounds. get into more of your ultra chats later on wrestletalk.com forward slash support uh, make sure to keep getting those in uh, because we'll go through all the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air and i just want to remind people once again that we are sponsored by beer 52 who've been sponsoring us since before SummerSlam. they're amazing like three weeks now in a row they've been sponsoring us they're amazing go get your uh, free crate of craft beers if you're a uk viewer uh, you can get 10 free craft beers and all you have to pay for is the postage and the shipping, which is like £5.95. Wow. So it works out as like 59.5p a can, which is ridiculously good value and they're good beers. So go get them. Fifty-two.com forward slash wrestle. Let's get into the review of the rest of the show. Started off with a recap of Reigns and Balor and we got straight into a championship contenders match. Yes of the Usos versus the Street Profits. I can't stand championship contenders matches. They are so stupid. As soon as I hear the phrase, I just get angry. See, I haven't done the SmackDown review in a while, as you know, mm. and I just feel like they've come, they've just gone round in a circle of all the tag teams they've got, because I swear the last time I was doing this <laughs> review, they were doing the Street Profits yeah. against the Usos. Dude, they have like four teams. What are yeah. they going to do? Well, it's the same on Raw. I was having a chat with the website team last night and they went, who are they going to put on? I guess the Viking mm -hmm. Raiders are being groomed now and then they'll lose. And then Veer and Shanky? Yeah. It, like <laughs> the, the tag team division is, it's good, 
but there's none of them. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, then the talent you, on it is very And then good, later but... in the show, you get probably the, the Mysterios are going to break out, yeah. presumably, yeah. because Ray keeps being why, a terrible father. Why not have a father and son tag team break up? Because WWE doesn't know what to do with tag teams apart from break them up. And another tag team you've got is Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. And yep. I mean, when was the last time Robert Roode did anything? I mean, they were tag champs not long ago. The hot dogs, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, anyway. I, it's, just, it's the Street Profits again. It's like, oh, right, cool. They might win it, and then they'll bring the smoke, and then they'll have have the belt for a month and a half. I will I will say... And they'll lose it again. To their credit, the Street Profits do feel elevated going against the Usos, because the Usos yeah. do feel like a much bigger deal since they become part of the bloodline and with Roman and stuff like that. This feels like a more important storyline, but championship contenders matches can get in the bin yeah and then i never thought this match was gonna finish clean which is bad i did i thought it was gonna finish clean what an idiot no i just i just assume all wwe matches now on tv are gonna uh, are gonna end in a dq and that in aw this would not have been a dq because the fact that there was two people in the ring one one who shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. would never be a dq but credit to the referee he i guess he followed the rules uh, one of the Usos, I can't remember which, wouldn't get out of the ring, wouldn't stop beating up one of the Street Profits, I can't remember which, I think it was Ford. Um, he kept throwing sure. him throwing him shoulder first uh, into, into, ring post, into the ring and post. And then he called for a DQ. And then he called oh, no, it wasn't even a DQ. It was a no contest. Yeah, called for the DQ. Then the Usos are beating up Dawkins on the outside. Yeah. And then the camera didn't quite catch this, but Ford did some crazy S-word. Sure Dive, backflip thing. Yep. And just appeared out of mid, like from from out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and killed them all. Yep. Cool. And then stood tall yep. on the table. Also, the Usos' new catchphrase is "We are the ones." Yeah. Mm. We are the world. I don't like that. And the match just ends. Was my next note. After that, we got Paul Heyman backstage with Kayla Braxton. Love their interactions. Mm. That's great. Uh, he gets a call. On his little phone. Mm. <laughs> and his ringtone is Brock Lesnar's theme. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. The scandal. And uh, and Kayla's like, don't you want to pick K- that up? Kayla's hey? acting was so bad. I love it. No, I loved it. This was great. Oh, it, it was g- Genuinely, their interactions are hilarious because she's so smug about everything. And he's just like, Kayla, I literally can't stand you. With like every facial expression and every word, word he says is like dripping with like anger at her. Mm. I, I love this this is great um he gets a call from brock lesnar brock lesnar's theme song as his ringtone <laughs> ignores it the first time takes it the second time and says yes he'll pass along the message which we find out later i mean he he hasn't been brock lesnar's advocate for a while yeah but he's still associated with him yeah but i mean he needs to change his ringtone or <sighs> it's a good theme mate he needs to change his. He, he needs to change. He needs to. He change. needs to change his ringtone, or as I prefer to call it, anal bleaching. Um, and <laughs> yeah, so he he clearly needs to change it because, or does he have like I was saying before the show? Does he have this for every single person? In I WWE? hope so. I hope so. That would be so funny. Like Bailey calls him and he's yeah. like, coming out of his pocket. No, no, no. I want it to be Brock Lesnar's theme for every person. For every single person. Yeah, because- yeah, yeah. Because that, if it's for every person, then that's a real hint that, like, oh no, he still loves Brock. Exactly. That's like, my point. If I called him, would it 
would it yes. do? Yes. Is that Brock Lesnar's theme? How do you do the bit at the beginning? <laughs> how do you do the bit at the beginning where it goes? <laughs> I wouldn't. No, do it. No, I wouldn't. No, no, you laughed at me. Yeah, I did. I'm not. I'm because not continuing I, until I'm not, you've done an impression of it. Because I'm not an idiot enough to do that. Biggie was also there, dressed as a janitor for some reason, and then he laughed at them with the money in the bank briefcase. Cool. Um, yeah. We then got Becky Lynch. Came out to the ring. She got a nice little hometown pop. The man has come around to wherever they were. Jacksonville? I don't know. Um, which is weird, because she's supposed to be the heel. And then she says... Uh, she She... Tries to do some little heel digs, just being like, um, you know, uh, I didn't get any You Deserve It chance last week. And then the crowd started chanting You Deserve It. And she was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Still trying to be a babe face about it. Um, and then she makes a very good point, being like, hey, she accepted my challenge and she wasn't ready. That's not my fault. That's Bianca's fault for not being ready. And it was like, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. I guess. Yeah, Bianca was doing the thing that she did at WrestleMania, where she was sort of soaking up the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then Sasha Banks still went, yeah, yeah, let's soak it up. Becky was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And just punched her. And yeah, I hated the moment. Yeah. When it happened. I hated it, yeah. And I still don't like it. Me neither. And I still would have preferred this, but I like the fact that they're at least framing Becky as a slightly smarter heel rather than... Totally. Like, but Bianca goes, let's have a match now. And Becky goes... No. No. That's what she did last week as well. Yeah. She was just like, I want a rematch. And Becky goes, no. So then Bianca literally yeah. won a number one contendership last week. And she goes, okay, so that title match that I'm now owed, let's do it tonight. And Becky goes, no. And then walks off. Great. Yeah, it works because... She, she keeps doing that. She's going to get booed. Because Becky's eventually. always been framed. Like, even when she was babyface, she's always been framed as a slightly more intelligent yes. wrestler. Yeah, totally. So if she just came back on, yes, I will have a rematch with you right now. Yeah. Um... They, it has been made official, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Extreme Rules, yeah. They're going to do the contract signing next week. At Madison Square, so look forward to that. Mm. Table flip. It's going to go well. Um, yeah, it was fine. Um, I'm excited for Becky Lynch's descent into heel madness. It should be good. I'm excited to see them have a proper match. Me too. Um, and yeah. I genuinely am intrigued about the result. I imagine Becky will win. Becky will win. But that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, then... Tony Storm is back. Tony, where have you been? Oh my god, she had one match on SmackDown and then she's gone forever. She's back. Way Tony Storm. Ah, oh, she's in a men's storyline. Is uh, she though? She just said a thing. Uh, she just said that she doesn't Z- like Dolph Ziggler, and Ziggler no started, one likes Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler started flirting with her a bit, yeah. and then she was like, "Well, I'm actually rooting for Boogs in the match against you in a minute." And Ziggler's like, ah, you know, that's fine. Well, we'll see how it goes. You know, people have done that. I get why you like him. He's a nice guy. But, you know, stay tuned on that one. And then she's like doing her hair and stuff as he walks off. It's like, ugh. Yeah, it's great, ugh. great acting. She, she should win a Tony Award. Oh, that was not good. Um, I really hope that this was just a one-week throwaway thing just to have her on the show. Yeah. And to put over boobs to- some more. Tony Storm, I know she's blonde. And I know Vince likes that. But she is not someone you need to be sitting there going, oh, my God. Dolph Ziggler's so hot. Totally. Dolph Ziggler put, is so Put her so out there and wrestle. Sexy. It's what she does. Dolph Ziggler has, had prob- has he had the most girlfriends of anyone ever in WWE? Like, on kayfabe. Godfather. <laughs> girlfriends, probably, yeah. Um, and then also after that, we got Boogs versus Ziggler, which ended in two minutes because Boogs won with a really lackluster pump handle slam. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 got a similar gimmick to Elias, is. which is playing a guitar. Except and he has a rubbish finisher. 
like a lot. Hey, I like the pump handle slam. You just said it was rubbish. This one was very lackluster. Oh, it was okay. a bad pump handle slam, but I like the pump handle slam. Fine. Whatever. I like I like Rick Boogs. I think he's Me too. very fun. I'm so bored of him. But I would prefer to see Nakamura doing the wrestling. I'm so bored of Boogs because it's the same now every week. My name is Rick Boogs, and I'm here to rock with the true king in SmackDown. Uh, Incontinent. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that. Yeah. It's just that all the time now. And I understand getting over a catchphrase. I understand. But it's the same. And it's a grating noise. And if he did it once, that's fine. That's just charisma. Fine. But it's the same every week. And it's just him doing a, a power thingy and then a pump handle slam. And that's it now. Is Pete saying boogs or boo? I don't understand the Simpsons thing. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, I got it. Tempest in the chat. Hi, Tempest. You're missing out on so much mm. Andy Datsun goodness. Uh, we then got confirmation Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce backstage said it's going to be Becky versus Bianca Extreme Rules and the contract signing will be next week. Uh, and then we got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins for God's sake. Why do they do so many bloody rematches? Yeah, so when I saw this, I was like, oh, cool, that's, that'll be a good match. I'm like, oh, but... And then afterwards I thought, oh, I'd, they could have used someone else. Sure could. Instead of Cesaro, because if you if you're gonna beat someone up so badly mm -hmm. that they look like a chump, don't make it Cesaro. And when he hasn't been on TV for quite a while. God, the thing is, I thought foolishly, I mm. thought that Rollins and Edge were done. And last week, when Rollins Edge was saying he's now done with Rollins and he's gonna try and go back for the Universal Championship because that's what it was all about in the first place, right? Yeah. Cool. Edge has moved on, and Rollins was saying, you know what? Edge, you taught me a lesson at SummerSlam, and I need to be more like Edge going forwards. And I was like, cool, that's a nice way to like put a... Rollins hasn't forgotten about it, but they're not feuding anymore. Turns out, they are still feuding. This feud must continue, because in this match, Rollins had a promo in guerrilla position saying he requested the match against Cesaro, and saying that he wants to be... I mean, he needs to be more like Edge, which amounted to doing an education and an edgematic. Yeah. And that was it yeah, for the it, match. It was a bit, a bit like if Edge had said before their match at SummerSlam, oh, I'm going to be a bit more like Beth Phoenix because mm -hmm. he hit one move. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, the match itself was fun. They're both very good wrestlers. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun match. They're both but, very good at what they do. But we knew it was going to be fun, and that's yeah. great. But why Cesaro and why this match again? I guess they went, oh, we are at Madison Square Garden next week. What are we going to do? Uh, uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. Again. Do we just do that? Yeah. But... Yeah, but do it again, though. Screw it. it and, like, the. I, I, and I, I genuinely. Win? I can't get over the idea that Cesaro's WrestleMania feud with Rollins was about Cesaro breaking into the main event scene, which he then did by beating Rollins, had that one Universal title match against Roman Reigns. Hmm. And then that's it. I, and then you just throw him in a match on SmackDown again, as if that storyline hadn't happened. I and mean, they just go, what a rivalry these two have had, right? And it's like, yeah, literally, like, four months ago. We remember stuff. I just can't see Rollins winning a four-in-one handicap, four handicap match. Because you know a Madison Square has oh four edges. <laughs> God! Do you get it? A, a, a Madison Square, like the Garden... Has four edges. 
So it's a four in one handicap match. <laughs> ah, bring me Tempest back, please. Um, after the match, uh, it ends in a DQ because it did. because of course it does, right? Seth grabs a chair, smashes it in Cesaro's face. He's going for an uppercut. Mm. In isolation, I said this in my edited review. In isolation, if Seth had caused the DQ for this match, it wouldn't have been a bad thing because Cesaro no. was on the upper foot. Seth was trying to be sneaky. And upper he, foot? Upper foot. That's what I said. He was on the upper foot, everyone. Yeah. He had the upper hand. Mm. Seth was on the back foot. Yeah. There we go. And he, you know, he, he took the cowardly way out because he realized he couldn't win. Sure, that makes sense. The reason this doesn't work is because WWE do non-finishes all the time. So at this point, it's a Pavlovian response for all of us to go, every time we see a non-finish. So as soon as that non-finish happens, you go, for God's sake, even if it makes sense for the story, which it does in this case, it still detracts from it because they yeah. overuse the non-finish all the time. Also, why did Ed, why did Ed wait so long? He was like, was he, was he out back having a cup of coffee? And probably. they're like, Ed, you should probably check this out. He's like, also, well, Edge came out. Which we yeah, yeah, sorry, yet. yeah. I just got to finish this coffee. And then he goes, oh, well, oh really? Seth is attacking Cesaro now. I better, mm-hmm. better go out there. Yeah. And Edge runs out. And then Saves that, him from a concerto. Yeah, and then Seth does that kind of thing. Ha, 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 I got you to come out here. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yep. Edge versus Rollins next week. Next Rematch. week. Rematch. Love it. This feud must continue. Uh, the Bloodline are backstage. Heyman then tells Reigns that Lesnar will be at SmackDown next week. And Roman says, how do you know that he's not here tonight? And Heyman can't answer it. I can answer it, though. Because Les has only got so many dates. He's not going to do two yeah. weeks in a row. Don't be crazy. Yeah, but I, I don't know whether they were hinting at, like, Heyman knowing exactly where Brock was. I think that they were trying to put over that Reigns was paranoid that Heyman was in on it with Lesnar. Well, he said, oh, he might. he's in Saskatchewan. And then yeah. he's like, how do you know he's there? And yeah. But that, that got to me as if, like, Heyman was going. And then he went, oh, it might be in wherever he's from, uh, yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So that made me kind of, that's an, I feel like that's just another hint at Heyman knowing a lot more about Brock's movements than he's giving away. I think he doesn't know anything. I think he's literally just trying to say stuff. He's literally just being like, Reigns is saying to to Heyman, like, prove to me that you, that you know where he is. And Heyman can't give an answer because he doesn't know where he is because he hasn't been in contact. Yeah. He literally said that Lesnar called his phone for the first time in like 18 months or whatever it was. That he he might have found my friends. Anyway, um, so yeah. Well, well, like, where, where do you think this is? Well, sorry, where do you think this is going with the whole? Do you think Heyman's going to turn a Roman, or do you think it's going to be like a triple bluff where he, where he looks like he's going to go back to back to Brock and know. then turns on Brock and then allows Roman to win? Or I don't know, but I'm quite curious. Yeah, I'm I'm, ge- I'm genuinely quite curious to see where this genu- is going because I don't know because it's Paul Heyman will be producing this as well. Yes, which makes me think thought has gone into it. Yes, hundred percent, exactly. Yeah. And you can tell that there's a lot of subtle storytelling going on at play, which is very good. Uh, Edge backstage confirms it is going to be Edge versus Rollins next week, stacking the MSG show. And then we got Happy Corbin. I love Happy Corbin. He's great. He He's is a proper dickhead. He is such a dickhead. I love and it. And then they teamed him to here with another massive dickhead. Yeah, they did. And WWE really now know how to frame Logan Paul as a dickhead because he is one. In like, and he's not just acting a dickhead. I mean, as he, far as I'm aware, he, he was also acting a yeah, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. Here, he's not just doing that. As far as I'm aware, he is a bit of one in real life. A bit, yes, yes, he is. I didn't want to, in case there were some Logan Paul fans watching. 
anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Happy Corbin was on the KO show. He uh, Happy Corbin then kind of hijacks the show and been like, I've got my own special guest. And KO is just like, what do you mean? It's my show. And he goes, here's Logan Paul. And everyone was like, wait, what? Logan Paul comes out proper dickhead. Starts getting into it with uh, Kevin Owens and just being like, we're super rich. And and he's like, from the way you're dressed, don't you want like a hundred bucks? Like gets loads of some money out and starts teasing him and all that stuff. KO acts like he's going to get into a fight with him, starts shoving him. As he runs to go towards him, Corbin interrupts, punches him and choke slams Kevin Owens. And he and Logan Paul walk off together being like, <laughs> we're so rich. Proper dickheads. Loved it. Yeah. It's really good. It was appalling. Hated that. And now, Andy, mm. next thing on SmackDown. And now, for your viewing pleasure, Carmella. And there she was. And yeah. then there was Liv Morgan, who was next to her and just went, <laughs> seriously? And then the segment ended. Hey, I thought this was really effective in building both women. What just happened? Effective uh, challenges for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. <laughs> I mean, is this just the feud now? Is this them just feuding? They've already feuded. Like recently. And now for your viewing pleasure, Pete. Seriously? <laughs> That's the whole segment, guys. Anyway. I so I feel so sorry for Liv Morgan. She's really good. Keep, she had such a good bit against Bianca Belair last week. They keep week. doing little bits where they're like, okay, cool. They're going to... Give yeah. her something. Yeah. And then this happens. And then they do like, Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it's wild. We then got, for the second week running, Dominic Mysterio versus Sami Zayn. And for the second week running, Rey Mysterio went out to the back to make sure that Dom can do it by himself. And then he came out to ringside again. And, and ruined then, everything. <laughs> and then Dominic Mysterio got a halluva kicked and pinned again. So basically what I'm saying is this was exactly the same as last week, but a shorter match and worse. Yeah. It's, Good job. Um, I, I, they're, they're trying to tell a story. Yep. But it's not... They're doing it really, really ineffectively. They're, they're like, it's just... They're, doing, they're doing it so obviously. It's not just that, though. That it's not... That it's just really tedious to watch. It's just not progressing. It's just the same story yeah. multiple weeks in a row. Well, the thing is, what they happens is they decided to start the story... A few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and went. Oh no! But it's quite a few more weeks than we had realized until Extreme Rules or a, a big show. Yeah. Or like, let's give it another week or so, and this happens again. Are they going to then do the turn so that they can have a match at Extreme Rules? I d I honestly I don't know or care at this point, which is bonkers because it's Dominic and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. I should care about it, and I just don't. I what else yeah. can you say? And like, whatever. I I have every expectation that this will this match is going to be next week, or Ray will be like, oh no, I will come out. Maybe you do need my help, mm -hmm. and then he'll screw it up again for Dom. Sure. Or like Ray will have a match, and Dom will be like, don't worry, I'll help. But then he'll cast Ray, or something dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Don't care. Uh, Naomi was backstage and uh, she said to Sonya Deville, who was passing, she was like, hey, last week you said I want my first match back. So what's my first match going to be? And yet again, Sonya Deville kind of blows her off to be like, oh, I'm super busy. Ask me again next week. And next week is the MSG show. So she's going to be super busy. 
So she's going to do the same thing again next week, most likely. I don't mind this. This form of repetitive storytelling is good because it's actually a point because she keeps doing the same thing, which is infuriating Naomi. That's the point of the story. Yeah. So, yeah, because she's like, I guess the story they're telling is that Sonia was trying to give everyone like, okay, let's say Becky beats Bianca. Mm hmm. And then afterwards, Sonia will give like put give someone else a shot at Becky, and someone else a shot at Becky, and someone else a shot at Becky. So I hope what they're doing is being like just making everyone want Naomi more. Yeah, that's it. It's literally like Naomi being like, "Can I please have a match?" And Sonia being like, "Uh, you're not worthy of my time." Yeah, which so... literally makes you go like, "Yes, she is, Sonia." So that's fine. It's good storytelling. Yeah. So so Sonia goes, "I'm going to pick someone to have a match." She goes, "I'm going to pick." Uh, just leading to a pun. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it, Pete. Mm -hmm. So Sonia's going to go. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 And uh, you'll love this one. And she'll go, oh, I'm going to give a match to um, Liv Morgan. Mm -hmm. And then Naomi will go, no, me. That was I, worth it. I haven't missed you. Uh, Super Smackdown, they're calling it next week, the MSG show. Uh, what? It's, it's, it's going to be the same. Oh, by the way, I missed one earlier. If Finn Balor gained lots of weight, would he become Fat Balor? Lynch versus Belair's contract signing will be next week at MSG. Rollins versus Edge will be next week at MSG. And Brock Lesnar will be there at MSG next week as well. Pretty wild show they got going on. It sounds super. It is pretty super. And then they had the uh, main event that we already spoke about that was really fun. Uh, this show, I know I've been quite loud this episode mm. and relatively negative. I think it's Andy's influence. Yeah, Ge so ge genuinely, I think it's because you're here. I'm just so much more angry. It was one of those ones where I wrote lots of negative notes, but actually the show kind of breezed by. It was fine. And it was perfectly acceptable. See, some good bits and some less good bits, but nothing like that was, I was like, oh my God, this is so horrible. Apart yeah. from that Carmella bit, that was just, just <laughs> weird. weird. Uh, see, the thing is with these WWE shows, I sound very negative about everything. And sometimes it's because the stuff is really bad, right? This wasn't a bad show. I no. was negative about it because it's repetitive and boring. And it's got championship contenders matches that end in non-finishes and nonsensical booking. The actual wrestling that we got on this show was pretty good. In fact, I'd say it's very good. But it's just all the stuff that's... it. There's nuggets of good in there. And it's just surrounded by just all of this on the outside of it. Pete. That just makes you not look at it in a fond light. You sweared. I did. Sweared our emotes in the chat. Uh, I would have given this like a high three, low four. I'd just give it a very solid three. Just like... like it, like the main event was really good. Yeah. It was really good. It was but... a nice way to end off a fun tease for Demon Balor. I'm excited for that. And everything else was fine. Nothing was really bad, per se. Old, old me would have gone, great main event, four out of five. But now I kind of... See, now you're see, older and more now cynical. Now I see, see the whole show and like, yeah. okay, there was enough to not be a four out of five. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm sorry about Pete, everyone. I, I try and control him. Um, but... <laughs> I'm still clearly you Tempest, who's a who is a real potty mouth, has uh, no, effect, affected your mind. I'm blaming you for this. I oh. honestly, I blame the technical issues as to why I'm more negative because I've just been a bit stressed out today. Um, he was so he was it was that kind of silent stress where I could tell you were really stressed, but you didn't want to be super like you you didn't want to be super show about yeah about, yeah that yeah. is I've just seen the poll that is yeah quite one sided. Well, I, 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 I'm getting to it, Andy. Nice poll. Um, 
57% say it was a three out of five show with 18% uh, going one higher with a four out of five, according to the Polonar community tab. Which seems about right. 11% doing a two out of five is so definitely in that kind of middle bracket. Um, but yeah, good stuff. There was something else I was going to say. It was a, um, a Reddit post mm. that I just wanted to point out that I saw yesterday. I read it. Hate that. Uh, which I thought was quite interesting, which was the amount of rematches that WWE mm. have done this year in okay. comparison to AEW. Now, I'm not, this isn't just about the comparison to AEW because the, uh, the number in WWE alone is baffling. Is this, a, is this, okay, can I have a guess? Well, let me, let me do the, the ground rules for right, okay. first, right? So this is matches that have exactly the same competitors. So it is like a singles match to a singles match, not like the same competitors in a tag match or anything like that. Just exact it or a tag match to a tag match featuring exactly the same competitors. Okay. Stipulation changes is still a rematch. Even if it goes from a singles to an extreme rules match, still counts as a rematch. Right. It, and it's only for Raw and SmackDown and pay-per-view. Okay. Right? So number of rematches from this year. What's, what's, do you know what the AW number is? Yes. Okay. Well, give me the AW number because you said it was so much lower. Okay. Well, don't look at my screen because I'm going to get up the thing because it's in the headline. Uh, so for AW, this is including Dynamite and Rampage, not Dark and not Dark Elevation. All right. Right. Uh, the number for AEW, 16. Okay. Um, I think it's probably over 100. Uh, 174. 160. Oh. So close. 160. That's 10 times, literally rematches. 10 so, times so as many. 10 times as many. In fairness to WWE, looking at Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-view, for the majority of the year, until Rampage became a thing, WWE had 2.5 times the airtime that AEW does, right? There's quite a lot more. So you'd expect them to have more rematches than AEW if they were a comparable level. Do you want to know the percentages? Yes. Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> See how many bloody rematches there are. In terms of percentages, okay, so for AEW, 6.7% of all matches this year are rematches. 6.7%. Okay. So that's 93.3% on new can, matches. Can you put it into a fraction so we can have some fraction warfare? No. Do you want to guess the percentage for WWE? 46. 31.8%. Of, of all matches. Of all matches this year is an exact rematch. This doesn't include... People being included in a feud going into like a tag match, like a biggie Apollo Crews that have faced each other in some form 17 times this year. That's not an exaggeration, that's an actual number. Like, just exact rematches, 31, nearly a third of all matches this year so far have been rematches. See, this which is, is bonkers! This is why so many fans only watch pay per views now. Yeah. Because they don't need to watch anything else. And guess what? Next week, we've got a rematch. We've got Seth Rollins versus Edge, which is a rematch you, from SummerSlam. You this, could... this episode, we had a rematch of the Usos and the Street Profits, and we had a rematch of another one that I can't think of right now. Cesaro and Rollins. Yeah. So many rematches. You could watch the pay-per-view and the show afterwards. Yeah. And then the next pay-per-view. And kind and pretty much from the show after the pay-per-view, you would know what the next next set of matches is. I be. think you just need to watch the pay-per-views. I don't even think you need the shows after. Like it's you'll be fine, honestly. Yeah. Like, 31 seems like a low number. I thought it was gonna be more than that. 
nearly a third of all matches. No, I know. Exact. But I thought it was exact more exact rematches. No, but I thought it was more than that. Still, it's insane. Uh, yeah, it absolutely bonkers. Um, Rusev rematchka. It's, it's genuinely a fascinating post. I'd recommend going and reading it. It's posted by the user Milba3. It was posted one day ago, so it didn't include SmackDown and Rampage oh. from yesterday. Uh, it's on the Squared Circle Reddit. And uh, yeah, it's genuinely fascinating, like just, just looking at that. And obviously this isn't including stuff from like 2020 going into 2021. So it's like, even if something happened on December 31st, 2020, and then on January 1st, 2021, it yeah. doesn't count as a rematch. Right, okay. For example. Um, and also, that does mean that uh, this number is based off... So if, a, if let's say, it's Biggie and Apollo Crews, let's say they faced off three times in a singles match, that's two rematches, not yeah, three. Yeah. So that's... So you get even more matches than what uh, we're I, saying. The I get number of rematches is that high. Pete, I've got a B in GCC maths. I don't... I'm explaining it for everyone. Don't there are a thousand people watching right now. That's true. So I'm explaining it for them too. It's... I could, I could not believe it. I sent it to Tempest yesterday. Mm. And he said, that number makes my skin crawl. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I totally get it, my dude. It's... That might also be because he had bugs in his... Did you hear? Tempest Hotel. He had to switch hotels in Chicago because the first hotel had bugs in it. That's awful. As in like insects, not like a not like a recording device. <laughs> a recording device, um, yeah. Yeah. I would feel bad for him, but also he's in Chicago, so <laughs> I don't. very briefly Andy because I haven't had time to watch Rampage yeah because I've been very busy trying to sort out the studio and with all the technical issues and trying to get everything set up I haven't had time to watch Rampage at all uh, so Andy what happened on Rampage so very we, quickly keep this under five minutes yeah. please we open up with Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson in kind of Malachi Black's continuing sort of destruction of the Nightmare family okay the match went a lot longer than I think anyone was expecting sure because all the others so far have been like oh three moves and then the, the Black Mass sure um, towards the end of the match uh, Black gets a chair, takes it into the ring, and everyone's like, oh no, he's going to get himself disqualified, which mm -hmm. is weird for Malachi Black, because surely yeah. he beat Lee Johnson, who's a bit of a dweeb. Um, but then he hands Johnson the chair, as mm -hmm. if like, come on, have a go at me. Okay. And Johnson picks up the chair, as if like, okay. And then before he can kind of get it up, Black just goes, yeah. Black Mass, and pins with an arm to the face. Okay. Dustin Rhodes comes out, and it's Dustin Rhodes will be next, I guess, on the next Rampage. Yeah, for the um, next member of the Nightmare family. Makes yeah, sense. so which I guess is just still leading to Cody's return and Cody just beating Malachi Black, I guess. Probably. Uh, yeah. Because America be and Malachi Black is Dutch. So. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had a championship contender. Man, no, it wasn't really. It was Chris Statland in a two on one handicap match against Rebel and Jamie Hayter, because obviously she's okay. got uh, Britt Baker uh, yep. tomorrow night. Yep. Um, Statlander won. She looked really cool in this match. She right. kind of battled against the odds. It wasn't one of those matches where it was a kind of two on one a lot of the time where it was, and then the baby face got a spot. She mm. did this really cool kind of, uh, she would 
holding, oh, I think I saw holding this. one of them like that and the other one it was like was an like electric chair, electric right? Electric chair. Yeah. yeah, sort of slammed them both down. So That's that was cool. really cool. Uh, and she won, I think she tapped out Rebel. Cool. Um, I still don't think Makes she's sense. not going to beat Britt Baker, but nope. it's good to... But- Good to like make it look strong, it's, though. Yeah, it's it's good to make someone look strong who's going for the belt. Uh, and then we had like twenty three different uh, video packages, and um, they had a uh, promo sec- segment between uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Um, Miro kind of going on about how he's the God's chosen champion, and Eddie Kingston coming out and go basically say your God's a knob, um, and. Uh, what did he? Oh, uh, yeah, he was like, "Oh, you're going to redeem me? Oh, you can redeem these nuts!" And then kind of ran into the ring, and, and Rusev ran out. Rusev, uh, Miro mm-hmm. ran out. I haven't done this in a while. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then Eddie's like, "Oh, you, you whip." Eddie leaves the ring, and then Miro comes and beats him up. So kind of like played, cool. played a bit of possum. Um, Rusev. Miro looked, mm-hmm. looked strong at the end. And then the main event was uh, Darby Allen against uh, Daniel Garcia, sure. which was a perfectly good match. Uh, 2.0 thingy on the on the outside. Uh, Alan, 2.0 thingy. Allen won the match. It was a, it was a fine match. Uh, Allen won the match. But the main kind of thing really was they ran, as soon as he won, everyone crowded the ring, started beating him up, him and Sting up. And then Punk was kind of, a, Punk was on commentary for this and he was sort of sitting there going... Okay, I'll go and help. And then mm-hmm. he sort of was watching it for a while, and then didn't run like sprint down. Mm-hmm. It was quite quite a neat bit of storytelling. Right. Like, oh, I could he could get weakened before our match on Sunday. Yeah, but also I should probably help him because he helped me last week. He doesn't want to come across as a like, total heel. Yeah, uh, he saves the day, and then but as soon as, um, so he's he's kind of confronting the. I honestly don't know their names. The, the tag lads, not Daniel Garcia. 2.0. 2.0. That's what I said, isn't it? 2.0 thingy was yeah. what you said before. Uh, Punk was kind of facing off them, and then Alan did one of his suicide dives, took both of them out. But within like a second of him doing that, Alan was up again, and they were doing the face-off. That's cool. So that was a cool cool visual to end the show. Uh, and yeah, all out tomorrow night. I'm so and, excited. You and Ollie will be doing live results from in here. Live reactions. Live results. Not from here. Re-alts. Not in here. Oh, I thought, you said, I thought Ollie said you were doing it in here. I don't want to do it in here because it's really hot. In Pretty here. sure you're doing it in here. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to. Uh, I want to sit on the Cine World chairs. They're much more comfy. Well, because if you were going to do it in there, I'd be like, can I come? Because I live. Just no, because it's, it's two man booths. Yeah, I know. I know it is. Yeah. But I would just try and sneak my way in anyway. No. No, I'm going to watch it on. Fi- oh yeah, uh, if you're watching it in the, in the UK, go to Fight TV. They've been very good to us and given us some nice things in the past so if you if you don't know where to watch it in the uk go to fight tv you can get it real cheap cool and it's gonna be an awesome show thank you for that rampage roundup randy mm. uh that was a rubbish joke your jokes all that's stuck. not a joke that was just alliteration, alliteration. yeah Um, before we get into the rest of your ultra chats, one more time we're sponsored by uh, beer52.com forward slash wrestle. Go get 10 free craft beers. They're really cool. Let's get into thanking our awesome pledge hammers, our $25 and above uh, pledge hammers, uh, who are really cool people. If you pledge at the $25 tier or above, you get your own custom wrestling nickname and it gets spread out on a show much like this one. So thank you to the British Bulldog, Philip Boy J. Smith Jr. Ah, oh, yeah. Thank you. He's no jackass. 
Dano. Yes, thank you very much. He's a sexy man. Sexy man. Not an Andrew Gross man. Woo. Thank you very much. Fantastic Mr. Good Old Fox. Yes, thank you very much. Will always mark out for Ollie Landrum. Yeah. What a terrible choice. The Roller Coaster, Robert Acosta. Nice, thank you very much. Wrestle Talk's personal ring announcer, Rodrigo Benitez. Ah, yes, yes. The Vision Adonis. Lovely, thank you very much. Ryan, be bad. Ah, oh, yes. Shield Maiden, the Zornis. Yes, she emailed thank me you the other much. day. Chris, the Cypriot sensation, Petru. Ah, yes, and you. finally, Ronald Coleman. Maybe debuting tomorrow night. Lovely. Maybe. 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 I like that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Said maybe. <laughs>
GetCrasher Forever says, Everrise slash 2.0 must be astounded at how they've gone from 205 Live jobbers to main event versus Sting and CM Punk. That is pretty wild, yeah. yeah. Happy for them. Very cool. Yeah, no, awesome. Awesome yeah. stuff. Uh, Get Crasher Forever says, uh, it's slow, it's so floppy, I'll hold it, it's tight. Randy Andy Datsun returns to SmackDown Podcast. This is going to sound good for podcast listeners, lol. Yeah, I was talking about his penis. You were not. You were talking about the microphone. Mm. Get Crasher Forever again says, uh, I miss the infamous orange Sainsbury's carrier bag above Andy's cupboard in his kitchen from when he did the podcast from home. Is it still there? It's, it's not. I've moved house yeah. since, and my, my girlfriend would not allow that. She, we, she wouldn't allow the orange Sainsbury's bag. Full stop. No, no. We have got some orange Sainsbury's bags, but they're in a, in a cupboard folded uh-huh. up yeah. in another bag of yeah. our bags. Yes. You must have a bag of bags. Of course. In place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a monster. Of course I have a bag of bags. Yeah. No, so if I was streaming from my desk right now, you'd see a giant hedgehog plushie. Like a... Okay. Right. Yeah. Not, not an actual one. A li- no. Not a live one. No. And a map of the world. So, Andy, aside from moving house and cooking and Rev Pro coming up, anything else exciting happening in your life? This is basically the Andy podcast now yeah. because I'm, un- I'm uninterested. I didn't love this morning. Mate. Um, Mate, I swear to God. Um, and I don't know, really. Uh, I'm just really enjoying being back in the office, to be honest. Oh, I, I'm I'm really enjoying being back in the office. I think I'll enjoy it so much more when there isn't a giant bear taking up so much room, and also like loads of people's just stuff everywhere. That's true. One of my things is in there. Three of my things are in there. A lot of your. I things won are in that there. bear fair and square. You sure did. Yeah, it's yours. Darts a darts game at the uh, mm-hmm. um, winter thing. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Hyde Park. Um, it's called Marshmallow. It's very cute. It's yeah. also massive. It is big. That's why we couldn't pack it in my car. You know what uh, you should do? Now that you live a 20-minute walk I'm away from the office. I'm not carrying a giant why teddy bear not? through the middle of Stratford. Why not? I've, you know me. I'm really cool. I've got lots of street mate, cred. Mate, I'm... no one will look at you differently if you have a giant bear. Literally, people might glance over and go, giant bear. And that's it. That, that is it. But I'm not a bear. If anything, I'd be a twink. Mate. Mate. <laughs> Mate. Um, Why did we bring you back? Uh, because I'm really, really friendly. <laughs> well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, so I'm getting a parking permit underneath my flat mm-hmm. in like two, in like, in like a week. Right. So once I get that, mm-hmm. I will transport all the things, the chair, the, ter- the terrarium, yeah. and the bear yeah. back to... The flat. The flat. Yeah. Um, and then we can maybe have a little redecoration of the office. Because that's what not, we've wanted for a while. Not, Ollie was always saying, it's like not taking up any room. It's like a massive office. Okay. By themselves, no, they're not taking up that much room. In combination with the other sides being plastered with other people's stuff. Not my stuff. No, I'm not saying it's your my stuff. My desk's small. I've got the smallest desk. I'm in just there. saying there's a lot of stuff in that office that belongs to various people that probably shouldn't be in the office. That's all I'm saying. True. Um, old expired pot noodles. Old expired pot noodles. Huel bars. Some of that stuff is mine that I've not had the capability, but it's in drawers, at least. It's out of the way. Mm. You know, it's not just on the side. I haven't scattered. got drawers. My drawers got stolen by you or Laurie. 
I think. No, because I because mine is still there. Probably Adam. Adam stole my drawers. Yes, Adam would have because he wouldn't have had them because in the old setup of the office. I don't mean he stole my pants, by the way. I was going to make the joke, but the time mm. passed. Um, glad you went back to it. Uh, yeah, because in the old setup of the office, it was my desk drawers, which were mine, and then Adam, and then nothing. He didn't have a set of drawers, right? So he must have stolen your set of drawers that you had um, on the other side, because you were on the other end of the office, weren't you, before? Correct. Yeah, because it was the five of us around the little you, mm. and then you had the offshoot table because you weren't in as often as us because we were in every day, yeah, and yeah. you weren't. Um, so yeah, so we had the drawers between me and Adam. You had drawers between uh, Laurie and... This House is fascinating, Housemate by the way. Simon yeah. was on the other side, yes. wasn't he? Originally. And then Ollie and Luke had their own drawers as well. So Adam must have stolen yours. Well, Laurie, yeah, because Laurie didn't like used to like sitting next to me because I'm mm. not the world's tidiest person. And also, you're a big fidgeter. Yeah, whereas Laurie is one of those real clean freaks. Like, he, I, I feel like he's the sort of person who... Yes and no. Carries around like anti-back spray in his pocket. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think he's that much of a clean freak. Mm, seems like he, he is though. Seems like he is. Seems like he is though. And he's moved away. He sure has. He's got away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Moved Which to Manchester. very nice. Do you know what I actually might be doing soon? Mm. See, we're going to go and see Shang-Chi. Oh, um, I've heard it's very good. I've heard it's very good as well. I don't know when because uh, we're going to a party tonight. Mm -hmm. But oh, that's the dumb thing. Yeah. My first house party in eight years. Oh, I don't right. know what to do. Because I don't, actually, I've only met one of the people going. There's about 25 people going. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of... A lot in a house. It's going to be a lot of, yeah, I'm an editor. Sorry, editor-in-chief mm -hmm. uh, for a wrestling website. Not one of those lowly editors. And they're like, oh, what's that? And I go, oh, you know, like WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to watch that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of I'm people sure watched it when they were a kid. Yeah, like, oh, oh yeah. I, is The Undertaker still that well? Sort of. He's... Yeah. That I, th I imagine I'll have that conversation about forty times. Mm. I had this is a, a while ago. I think this was probably um, when was it? This must have been at the tail end of last year, maybe or maybe yes, no, it was. It was the middle of last year. It was about a year ago at this point. Can't remember whether I told you this or not. I told someone. Uh, had a guy come out to do some uh, extermination in my flax. So I had an infestation of some bugs and stuff. Um, so a guy came out to do it. And he was just making idle chat. He was saying, oh, what do you do for a job? And I was like, oh, you know, I present on YouTube. And he was like, what do you present about? And I was like, ah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, yeah, you know, about um, pro wrestling. And he was like, um, oh, really? And he had like a proper strong South African accent, which made the whole thing oh, really? so much better. Do you like WWE? It was kind of like that, yeah. yeah. It was really strong. Um, and he was saying... Uh, which shocked me. He was he did the normal stuff of being like, oh yeah, I used to watch back in the day, blah 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 blah. Yeah, All the, yeah. the whole conversation that you always have for this kind of conversation, and then he goes, oh, didn't they do that? Uh, uh, wasn't it someone that lost an eye recently? And I was like, yeah, the eye for an eye, Matt. Yeah, that happened. And he was like, oh, I heard they did it pretty well. And I was like, well, not really, no. But you know, to be nice, I was like, yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, it was really, it was really fun. He goes, oh, it's amazing how they can do that. I'm like. Is it? Yeah. Okay, now and then okay. I'll get a text yeah. from my friend who doesn't watch wrestling going, oh, Brock Lesnar's back. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he'll just yeah, be yeah. like, oh, what was Andy doing? And he'll just jump onto WrestleTalk.com and go, yeah. right, that's the story I'm going to ask about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's, it's nice when people, because I, I find a lot of people are like, they'll ask you questions and be like, oh, cool. But you can tell, that you kind of can tell they're going, oh, mm. that's a bit of a weird profession. Yeah. Because 
Um, my lady partner is a PhD student, as mm. is the friend whose house we're going to later. You sure. And I think a l pretty much everyone going is a PhD student. Okay. So, oh, I'm going to have to talk about science, man. Well, you've got a PhD. A PhD. A pretty hot dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not what I was going to go um, for. But yeah, sure, let's go with it. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Again, why are you on this podcast? Um, so I talking about dildos, poo, <laughs> and your own dick. Hey, that's a Saturday night. Um, it's Saturday daytime. You're ahead of the, yeah, the schedule. I, I imagine a lot of time it's going to be. Oh, so what's the gang? Like, I'm, I'm going to have to talk about what's what is. Oh, so the ganglion. What is that? Um, hopefully, though, because everyone's at a party, mm -hmm. they will talk to everyone else. Yeah, and just be like, they won't want to talk about work because the last thing I want is want to turn up and just feel like an idiot. Yeah, totally. Because I like generally in most conversation, I, I can pretty much hold my own. Mm -hmm. But these are PhD students mm -hmm. who are all kind of in similar labs. To be fair, though, you'd hope that they wouldn't automatically assume that they'd know that you'd know everything they know because they're PhD students. They might so they think wouldn't I'm talk a PhD about student their... because I'm there. But you could just say I'm not, and then they go, "Oh, okay." No, but I'm British. I'll go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> my PhD Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. PhD, oh, you wouldn't understand. It's yeah. in um, yeah, exactly. Is and it? you would, you would, you just wouldn't get it. I, yeah, no, it's it's more that I don't know how to behave at a house house party anymore. That's fair. Because when I was that last house party, as I was like seventeen, eighteen, and you, you see alcohol to cover. You it. stand That's what in the corner drinking a bottle of like Carling or mm -hmm. like oh, like a WK, a blue WKD, blue WKD or yeah. Smirnoff Ice. Sure. Because I don't drink. Like no. I drink like, once a year, and it won't yeah. be tonight. Yeah. Um, because I want to be able to get back. Mm -hmm. I don't really, like, thanks to my lady partner. I mean, she she messaged, she said to me earlier, I'm going to be getting quite drunk. Quite drunk, yeah. So either we'll have to get an Uber, mm -hmm. or you're going to have to not drink. I was like, well, that's yeah. fine. You know, yeah, that I because don't I don't really, drink. Don't yeah. drink. Um, I just I just don't really want to be dragging her through London. <laughs> I mean, can you drive? 
I could drive, but also I don't know if there's parking there and it's London. I don't want to park in London for several hours. That's fair. Yeah. I guess, yeah, if there, if there was safe parking, then it would probably be worth it. But, but the most distressing thing is that she said, oh, it starts at seven. So we'll go at about, we'll, we'll leave at about quarter past seven. I went, sorry. <laughs> Man, it's a house party. You can't I turn up at the time. No, no, no. See, when I was, again, this is one thing that I was bad at, was I was just always turn up on time to house yeah. parties. And I remember my friend Charlotte, when we were, I think, probably about 18, we were having, having, having a house party thing. And it was like, oh, yeah, turn up at seven. And I did. And she wasn't even changed yet. Yeah. And I've, like, she was like, oh, I wasn't expecting anyone to turn up. I went, the invite said seven. She went, yeah, well, I was you know expecting that, people at eight. You know, that's an actual scene from the Big Bang Theory, right? What, what, Sheldon? No, all of them. Yeah. They just turn up on time and Penny's like, why are you all here? See, like, I get that it's like, oh, it's fashionable to be a bit late. But also... Don't say start time if you're not going to start at that time. Exactly. Right? To be like, oh, we'll, it'll be, we'll, we'll be ready for you around this time. If you don't want anyone to come till eight thirty, just say we'll 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 get everything underway at eight thirty. Then because then because then if someone is around on like does come by eight thirty five, eight forty, yeah, then it's still fine. Yeah, but if I ready. turn up and no one's ready, yeah, then I just look like a knob. Yeah, exactly. Which is why no one goes on time to house party invites. Which is weird because it's like the only kind of invite where the time is just like fluid. You know? See, it's it's one of my real like I don't know what it is. Maybe I don't know. It's to do with my ADHD, but like I, I really stress about being on time to things. Mm. And so if I see a uh, be here at eleven, I'll be yeah. like, okay, well I'll be, well, there, I'll be at there at quarter 11. to eleven. Yeah, at, like the latest I'll be there at quarter to eleven. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, no, I'm I'm with you. I I I just don't get it. I I I like having structure and I like knowing how my day is going to go. So if someone says we'll meet up in the afternoon, I'm like, cool. What time? Like the afternoon is a really long time. Like my girlfriend's friends are all like this. Yeah. She went, "Oh, we're gonna go for a burger with uh, blah 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 on Saturday." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, cool. What time?" She went, "Oh, we'll we'll decide." <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like no, but it's Saturday in London. You're gonna have to book. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure someone will. And it gets like midday on Saturday, and I was like, "What time are meeting?" Sorry, around seven. It's like no, but you've got to book. <laughs> And the amount of times where I've turned up at the place yeah. on time and then I've had to like uh, talk to the quite visibly irritated waitress who's mm-hmm. going, where is it? Like, is anyone else coming? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, they are coming. Yeah. I, pro- I promise they're I coming. I promise they're coming. And you can see the waitress is getting annoyed because they're like, well, no, we have to serve you within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And like we've had so many times where we've been close to going, well, no one's here. You're going to have to give up the yeah, table. totally. I just... Oh, just it's turn baffling. up on time, mate. Turn up on time. It's like, oh, it's I'm just hard. leaving. But you live half an hour away. Yeah. But the booking's in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. I, I think it just comes from a place of just like, I don't want to call it arrogance because it's not quite right, but just the expectation that people will wait for you. Yeah. People being the people that you're going with and also like, if you're going to a restaurant, like the waiters and stuff will just wait for you. And it's like, that's not how it works. All the time. Like, they might need to get you in and out kind of thing. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's, it's just... a sense of entitlement. I yes. Think. Entitlement. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Anyway, this got weird, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. Welcome back, Andy. We just complained a lot. That's what we do. Yeah. We've got some world problems. Love those things. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Thank you for reuniting, Andy. Appreciate you coming back, mate. And uh, Tempest will be back next week. Don't worry if you really hate Andy. Tempest will be back. Don't At least worry. one person did. Yeah. It's, it doesn't change. 
Uh, cool. Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate you guys. Take care. Stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye.